Hello, Les Raymond here with the Mindful Movement. Whether you are about to enjoy one of Sarah's beautiful meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to remind our community that the best way to support the Mindful Movement is to support the companies that make this happen. Sarah and I are very picky about the companies we choose to work with, and we are grateful to have the relationships we have and to share them with our listeners. You can learn more about our affiliates through our website by clicking on the Favorites tab. We are excited to have recently added Sunlighten as an affiliate. They make state-of-the-art infrared saunas, and their founder, Connie, came on for a recent interview if you would like to listen. Our Sunlighten sauna has been a family favorite for over a decade. Some of our most popular affiliates are the grounding mats from Ultimate Longevity, which we sleep on every night, and the Apollo Neuro, which Sarah is now wearing daily to help manage stress. When you support these brands, you in turn are supporting the mindful movement and helping Sarah and I continue to devote our time to this passion. Whether you check out these companies or not, I just want to say thanks again and reiterate how grateful Sarah and I both are for all of the support over the years. I hope you enjoy the episode. This is Les Raymond with the Mindful Movement Podcast, where we facilitate an environment to empower growth among a community of like-minded individuals who strive to live mindfully in all aspects of their lives. Today's episode is a really special one. Our guest, Julie Riesler, is an author and a life designer. Her new book, Get a PhD in You, A Course in Miraculous Self-Discovery, launched yesterday. Be sure to get your copy today at www.getaphdinu.com. In her book, Julie authentically shares the extensive personal growth wisdom that came from her own struggles with body image, relationships, and feeling not enough. Right off the bat in the interview with Sarah, Julie gets vulnerable about her emotional overeating, breakdowns, and her struggle with masking her inner voice. Her self-discovery led to the belief that she can only give to herself what she needs first, and then she's able to give to others. In the show, Julie shares so much wisdom to get to your true self. This episode is packed to the end with valuable tools and activities for you. Thanks for listening. If you have a friend, coworker, or family member that you think will get value from this episode, please help support the growing movement and share the show. If you post on social media, be sure to tag us. Interviews are published every Wednesday, and meditations are published on YouTube every Monday. Enjoy the show. I am excited to welcome Julie Riesler to the podcast today. Thanks, Julie, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yes. Uh, let me give you a little bit of background on Julie and what she's doing these days. Uh, she's an author and life designer. She's the founder and CEO of Empowered Living, a life design and personal development company. While Julie has a master's degree in coaching and more than 12 certifications in health and well-being, her master's could have been in people-pleasing, not feeling good enough, and crappy self-esteem. Julie traded limited thinking and damaging habits for honoring and loving herself and is committed to helping you do the same. Julie now coaches and works with individuals and groups looking to maximize potential and become more powerful and passionate in their life. And really, who couldn't use that? <laughs> She's a speaker and a trainer. She teaches courses for Fortune 500 companies within the government and nonprofit profit sector and is a faculty member at Georgetown University. She's enamored with mindful practices. In Julie's upcoming book, Get a PhD, PhD in You, A Course in Miraculous Self-Discovery, Julie authentically shares the extensive personal growth wisdom that came from her own struggles with body image, relationships, and feeling not enough, which I do think so many people can relate to. 
Um, and her book is going to be released on January 17th, 2017, so just coming up right around the corner. Uh, and I'd love to hear a lot about the book, but first I'd like to hear a little bit about your journey. It sounds like a very valuable journey of personal development. So maybe you'd be willing to tell us a little bit more about how you got to be a coach and an author of this uh, personal discovery book. Sure. Well, thank you. Thanks for the um, beautiful intro. And sure. as I said, I'm really honored to be here. And yeah, just to kind of give a quick background on me and how I got into this whole field. Um, you know, I, so I was always interested in, in really in personal development and self-awareness. I was just walking around for a lot of my life with, with a lot of lack of self-awareness and lack of self-connection and self-love. Um, and for me, you know, it showed up in a lot of ways. I had a lot of different types of breakdowns in my life, um, which I'm now super grateful for. Um, my biggest kind of easiest go-to to deal with limited thinking and any kind of emotions I didn't enjoy was through food. So if anyone listening can understand or relate, um, I was in the in the um, genre of, you know, emotional overeating and really, you know, food was sort of my pacifier, my best friend, my blanket. Um, now, you wouldn't have known that. I was very <laughs> careful to keep that hidden. And so, you know, the it was like a trifecta of emotional overeating, um, really awesome at people pleasing and just really what what happened in, in, in that situation is I, I stopped listening to my inner voice, my, my higher self. And um, so some of the ways that that ended up looking, you know, ended up uh, coming to fruition is I, um, you know, ended up leaving. I was married to a really a great guy and also um, not the best fit for me. And so with two children, that is not an easy process. And some of my personal development, you know, started even before that when I realized the, over, the emotional overeating was really getting out of hand um, and started to feel like I didn't want to live here anymore. And that was that was an indication to me something is not is not is not going well. It's not going right. This is not, I don't believe, you know, that I'm on the planet to feel like that. So did a lot of support groups and, and, and work with individuals that were in the support group and then realized through that process about my marriage and then ended the marriage in a very graceful way and still it's painful and it's stressful. And, um, and that led me into just looking into more ways to get further personal awareness. I'm a big believer, you know, I can only change myself and I can only give to myself what I need um, first. And that when I'm able to do that and to know and honor and love myself, then I'm able to give to others and to the world. So lots of personal development programs. Um, and I was actually coaching one of the leadership self-expression programs that I was involved in. And um, the light bulb went on. I was a psych major, but didn't want to be a therapist. And a friend said, you know, Julie, you should you should think about doing this as a career. You're an awesome coach. And I thought, oh my God, I don't know. I don't know if I can do, if I can make my living. So long story short, I was working in a Fortune 500 company, recruiting director, um, did leadership training. I liked it a lot and it was not fulfilling my purpose and my kind of feeding my soul. So got my master's degree in coaching, um, in health and wellness coaching. And I did a whole other bunch of certifications and I decided to leap and pray the net would appear. Um, and, you know, for anyone out there listening who started their own thing or has their own business, it's, it's, um, it takes a lot of grit and guts and uh, belief in yourself. And so I would say that this journey of the last 15 years of, like, intensive personal, you know, development work um, 
what it's given me is a solid connection to myself. And with that, I've been able to really create a business um, and life that I'm in love with. And it's imperfect. However, it's something that I, I now feel like I'm in alignment with my passion and purpose. And through that, I really, all I can say is I heard this inner knowing, say you're supposed to write a book. I'm thinking, I, all right, I love to speak. I love to teach. I don't know about writing. I was always mm -hmm. a flowery writer. Like I, <laughs> I use squishy adjectives. Like I don't know. I don't know if that's for me. Some, there might be some squishy adjectives, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> and so that's kind of the, the birth of what happened. And it took me about two years. And it's been a super um, windy kind of interesting path and journey. And, you know, I would just say anyone that has that inkling or, in, you know, inclination, it just if that feels in yourself to be what, what you feel is part of your purpose and passion to go for it. Um, so that's hopefully not too long of an answer, but that's kind of where I got to today. And no, that was, that was really beautiful. And I, I thank you for sharing. I know that it's not easy to share some of your, what might seem like darkest secrets. Um, yeah. um I, I, I can relate. I, I'm a closet candy eater myself. Gosh, I get um, it. <laughs> yeah. So I can definitely relate to that. Um, but thank you. That's really, it's a, you know, it's a vulnerable place to be to share those secrets and I appreciate it. And I, I think that people really can find value from that and maybe, um, use your story as a support for themselves and their growing process. So thank you. Um, sure. so one of your titles is life designer, and I think that's really an interesting title and I'd love to hear about, um, what that means to you and how you use it in your personal work. Sure. So I wanted to have something to define what I do. Can you hear me okay, Sarah? Just I can, yes. Sure. yes. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, I wanted to find some, something to define what I do that was big enough um, that really felt like, for me, that, that covered kind of all the different things that I'm committed to and passionate about and that I'm, you know, purposeful about. And so I love, you know, I, I coach. That's one of the things that I do. And I think life coaching and health and wellness coaching, those are great terms. But for me, I wanted something a little bit more all-encompassing. And so life designer, you know, my, my, my goal, my reason for existing is number one, to design my best life so I can help you and others design their best life. And I love the idea of that that design piece, there's there's action in there, there's empowerment, there's like you have a choice in there. I mean, that word, you know, with life obviously put together just leaves room for a lot of um, different ways of doing that. So, you know, I speak and I teach and I now I'm writing and I coach and and I, I love the idea that, you know, it's it's not about me doing it for somebody else or doing it for you. It's maybe guiding and coaching in that process, but ultimately it's, uh, it's, it's you, it's, it's whoever's listening, you taking on that you mm -hmm. get to design your own life. So I thought it was an empowering way to kind of to define what I do and a little bit more expansive than just saying a life coach. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I was thinking back about when I first met you and um, I think, it, I mean, it was many years ago um, yeah. and I feel like you were just at the point where you were leaving your full-time job in the corporate world and you were going on the path of becoming a life coach and um, going through that master's program. Yeah. Um, and it's really beautiful to see, you know, the process that you've taken and the um, the course. The, I mean, you really have come a long way since I met you originally. Yeah. Um, and I'm just curious, is there a specific um, – 
turning point that you can remember? Like um, a specific event? Yeah. God, that's a great, it's a great question. And I, I know I remember meeting you and just sitting mm-hmm. in your beautiful studio thinking like, oh my God, I want to hang out here because it's gorgeous and I loved your energy. <laughs> um, and I remember where I was, what I was feeling, you know, where I was in the journey there. I would say it this way. For me, when I got really clear who I am and what I'm here to do, and I realized, you know, going for my master's degree and, you know, who I'm supposed to be in this world for other people and myself, it, you know, it, it started to open up doors. And so, um, you know, when I decided to leave my, I had a great job. I was there 11 years. I, I think they would have loved me to stay. It was, it was really, I left like, just cause I really wanted to try taking this on the road and making a big difference in my own way. And, um, you know, I remember I took a part-time health coaching position and it, it didn't work out. The, the company, um, had some issues and I could sense that. And I, I left before I was even paid. This is like, wow. like literally my first month on my own. I'm like, holy moly, I'm a single parent right now. I just left my job with benefits. Um, I think what the turning point was that belief in something greater than myself, that connectedness to my higher self, to something, you know, you call it the divine God, higher power. So I, I really, for me, it's all stemmed from being connected there. And I knew in staying connected to my higher purpose that, you know, and it wasn't always pretty or easy. And let me tell you, especially when you're starting out, you know, there are times where I wasn't sure how my next, you know, opportunity was going to come, when it was going to come, where it was going to come from. I think just believing and having complete, utter faith and and just knowing that I'm here for a reason and I'm here to do this for a reason. And I knew that in my core, um, it really gave me that unshakable um, faith, I would say, to move forward. And what's happened is it's just, you know, organically sprouted and opened mm-hmm. up and my it, it's really amazing i i actually trying to work more to stop and pause and reflect and really acknowledge the the growth and and this is this is there for anybody i really believe when we get into that place of alignment with who we are which is partly why i wrote the book is to be able to first get there um when we can honor ourselves and really be in that space of self-connection that's where magic can happen and it can look so many different ways this is just my path um so it's exciting i'm I'm beyond excited about what's to come around the corner. I feel like the ability to make a greater impact in the world is, is something I'm committed to and is happening. And so anyhow, that's, that's my journey around that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So with, uh, with your, your faith and these moments where you had to make these decisions to leap, you know, and expect a, a net to catch you, yeah. um, <laughs> were there any moments where you were feeling a lot of fear around it or, um, any any specific challenges that you had to overcome? Oh yeah. Um, oh gosh, yeah. I'm a big. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, let's see. Recently, I mean, sure, tons of. I actually write about this. One of my chapters is called "Releasing Fears So You Fully Show Up." I mean, I my motto is "Feel the fear and do it anyhow." I also do not believe in doing life alone. Like I do not go at it alone. So I have you know, my teamsters, I have people that I'm, that I'm connected with that are, that hold me not just accountable, but hold the highest version of me there. So that if I'm calling, you know, that these are really dear friends and family members that I feel like I can call or email or text and be like, uh, I'm having a dip, like a serious <laughs> dip of doubt. And, you know, I do, I, I do move through that. Um, 
recently, in all honesty, I'll share this. It's vulnerable and it's true. You know, I got the copy of my book. I was reading it last week and I had this moment of like, oh God, what did I do? Like I just put it out. World. I don't know if it's really that good. I have a lot of squishy adjectives. <laughs> I'm like, shoot, like people are going to maybe be turned off by that. I hope not. You know, I mean, I really heard this voice that, that, that I, by the way, become so familiar with and I have a name for and I, I, know, I know her. Um, yet it's fear and it's doubt sure. and um, it's that not good enough, you know, lens. And so you better believe, I mean, I, I breathed, I journaled, I called a bunch of people and I have a very dear friend who has known me since the beginning of the work I did on myself. And she, it's just, it was awesome. I mean, I, it still was there and it's just dissipated day to day by day because I keep sitting with it. Um, the next book I'm going to write, it's funny. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, which is crazy. Is going to be how to sit with the emotional scale and let it move through you and not, not to avoid it. For me, food was the avoidance. So how to be with it, how to let it go through and then see what you're really looking for, what you're really hungry for. So yes, wow. it, I sit with fear and doubt and not good enough. It, it, yeah, all the time. And I, I'm just not, I'm not willing to let it dictate or de- I'm not willing to let that design my life. That, that is not the, the, the key driver. I just allow it, you know, as Elizabeth Gilbert says in Big Magic, it just, it's still in the car. It's in the back seat. It's mm-hmm. with me. I just, it's not driving, it's not driving the car. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll be the first one to buy that book when you, when you're ready to publish it. <laughs> okay. I know so many people who would, who would um, benefit from, from that topic. So Thank I you. look forward well, to it. It's it's coming up next. I, I <laughs> title came was like what the heck? I haven't even finished this book, but that's all right. That's just I'm just going with it. So. Yeah, big plans. Yeah. Well, you talk a lot about your support system. Uh, do you have specific mentors that you would say helped you along your journey, inspired you? Yeah, I have, um, and it's funny, not funny, but. In the book, I have a whole section on this in the very beginning about creating a team because I know for me the biggest shift happened about 15, 16 years ago when I really created a team. It just – before I used to do things alone, hidden behind a mask. I did not want you to see my vulnerability. I mean it was like – you know, I had a big fat grin and behind it was I was really sad and hurting. And so – Today, it doesn't look like that. If I have a grin, it, I'm happy, you know, that's, that's authentic. And if I'm not <laughs> smiling, that's authentic. And that's okay, too. Um, I do have people in my life, and I have a range. It's funny. I have um, different type of what I call them, like, my wise, my wise women, my wise mentors. They most tend to be women, but I, I do have um, actually someone in, in my life who's also male, um, but that all bring different kind of aspects to um, to kind of helping me stay grounded. So, you know, I have someone I'm thinking of who's very spiritually just really connected. I work with a woman who does a lot around, um, you know, manifesting and being connected to your higher self. And then I, I have friends that, you know, have written books. Um, and then I have friends and, and mentors that, um, you know, have done the PhD in themselves and guide me. They've done a lot of work, whether it's other support groups or, you know, that kind of work. Um, so I do, I would say I have about seven or so that I kind of rotate around, um, that I'm thinking right now are like on auto dial, (laughs) speed Mm -hmm. dial. Um, you know what, the thing I would say about that though, I have a lot of mentors and wise people. What I'm really learning, and this is again, this is definitely going to be also in the next book too, is that when I stop and pause, what I'm starting to discover and uncover is that within me, we all have this is something that is, 
you know, not my brain, not the chatter, but is something that's a divine essence of, you know, what created all of us. And that has wisdom and all that I'm looking for as well. So it's been very cool. Recently, I've really been doing a lot of inner work around connecting with that. Um, and my belief is we all have that. That's for everybody. So that's just a little side note. Yeah, that's beautiful. You have the support of people around you, but really the mentor is within you. You can learn yeah. from, from yourself. That's great. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, you know, coaching people and working with people on their own personal development journey can be mentally and emotionally exhausting. And um, I was wondering if you had any specific recovery strategies that might help <laughs> prevent burnout in this industry? Yes, that's a great question. Well, so, you know, teaching all about honoring yourself first and and by the way, I really believe some people feel that's selfish and I really think it's the opposite. I cannot give what I don't have. So keeping my tank full, that for me is sleep. No question. Sleep mm -hmm. is number one. Meditation, breathing, pausing. That is like hands down. There's so much research on that. And I, I've, I've frankly experienced it firsthand. So, you know, getting enough sleep um, when that can happen, <laughs> calling my team, letting them know, you know, finding a way to nourish myself with um, a meditation practice, lots of water and liquids. I try to move, uh, do something. And I'm talking like, I, you know, if I can't get to a studio and do yoga or Pilates or a gym, then, you know, today what it's going to look like is walking outside and doing some stretching. Great. Getting out in nature. Um, and I do a lot of, I do a lot of journaling and kind of visioning and vision boards, those kinds of things help. Um, but I find the basic sleep, and, you know, meditating, um, positive affirmations. I have a whole mm -hmm. chapter about mirror work. I mean, literally talking to myself in the mirror. I do it all the time. I mean, you can't tell, so it's great. No one thinks I'm nuts, mm -hmm. but I, I know, you know, we pass mirrors all the time, really just coaching, guiding myself, kind of cheering myself on. Um, I think it's important to, you know, in this business, I, I mean, I get that from others and I, I don't want to be looking for that. You know, I want to be able to get that from within. So, um, yeah, and eating in a way that's gonna that sustains my body. And uh, one of the things that happened during such a stressful period is I, um, I'm I'm clear that I, you know, my my thyroid stopped working, so I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune illness. And um, for me, it's a gift, it's a blessing because I know sleep, meditation, eating a certain way, and movement that's non-negotiable. Um, so it's really given me that kind of impetus to to honor myself mind body spirit like it's not it's there's no other I don't have a choice for me it's it's a choice that I've made powerfully and I don't feel like I have another choice because I'm so committed to what I'm doing um and then there are times I have breakdowns and frankly we all are human and when I have those I learn from it and I remember it does not work to give 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 and not give to myself and then I'm back in that loop so you know there's times that I that I don't do it well Sure, sure. It sounds like you definitely follow your own advice and, and your inner yeah. mentor. That's that's great. Yes. Uh, all right. I'd love to talk about this book now. So uh, what can you tell our listeners about what to expect from the book when they go to purchase it? Yes. So I what I would say is to consider it like a hybrid. So it has my it has my story. It's got a little bit of biography in there, my story wrapped and woven in. Um, it is definitely a book that it, 
I think it's really pretty and it's fun. It's got a ton of activities and coaching um, and guided sessions, tons and tons of information slash prompts to get you to see how, you know, to get more awareness into your own life. So um, it is, you know, I would say it has a workbook feel to it. There is uh, the back, the end of the book has a whole self-nurturing bonus section with a ton, a ton of um, activities and you know, guided meditations and daily practices and um, right brain mastery coloring pages. There's a community page. There's body nourishment assessment page. There's a well-being wheel. And then each of the 12 chapters is really designed to build up um, to really uncovering your best and your, not just your best self, your full self. And then to be able to come out, you know, I believe when you enter your, when you master your inner world, you can master your outer world. So there's a lot of inner kind of research. And then the goal is to come out feeling, you know, just really lit up and, and connected to yourself and feeling like, yep, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is my purpose, my passion and embracing, you know, the fabulous you, which is the last chapter. So lots of activities, get ready to get a pen or pencil. Um, You don't have to, it it will make a world of a difference. I think there's over 65 guided activities in the book when I counted. (laughs) So So this is probably a great timing to be having this, this book come out, you know, the beginning of a new year, people are making intentions and resolutions and, and reevaluating where their life is and what their purpose is. And it sounds yes. like uh, definitely a hard, co- a hard copy of this is what we need. Not like, a you know, the, yes. the e- e- version you're not going to be able to interact with quite as much. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I'm going to have the audio and the ebook, the book, uh, version available because some people love that. I, w- I would highly recommend the the hard, you know, the paperback version because, um, and it's designed for you to be able to take notes. There's some journal prompts in every chapter. I would recommend that. It's going to give you, it, it's honestly like its own personal course um, in a book. And mm-hmm. I did it that way so that, you know, you can use it over and over again. You can use it with friends. You can, I mean, I even recommend at the back if you get a little group together. Um, I did this with a book that changed my life, uh, Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. It has a similar feel. It's meant to be really used to dig deep. So, yeah, I highly recommend the one where you can write if that's your, you know, if that's your thing. Sure, sure. Well, I feel very fortunate fortunate to have gotten an advanced copy that I've been browsing Uh. through. Um, I've, I've been through a, the first couple of uh, chapters, and what really struck me was all of the uh, valuable exercises and the journaling prompts that <clears throat> that were there to help you to dig a little bit deeper um, in that self-inquiry process. Um, and Julie, if you had to choose one of the exercises or the journaling ideas as the most valuable, would you be able Ooh. to choose one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I... I know. Tough question. Sorry. Um. The one, it's so funny, this is my book, and I'm like, hmm, which would be, <laughs> where is it again? I do think there's a chapter two where you're, it's called Research and Reflection, and I really believe, you know, the connection to ourselves, especially what shows up when we look in the mirror, it, it doesn't lie. I mean, the mirror doesn't lie, and I'm talking about the inner reflection. Um, I think the work around looking at yourself and noticing what comes up, noticing the, the things that you're saying to yourself, and then starting to switch those stories and change how, you know, what you are noticing and affirm what you do love. To me, that's like it all, the genesis starts with, you know, connecting with you. And so looking in your eyeballs and, you know, being able to look at yourself and have that feeling of, 
you know, appreciation or love or connectedness. I, I, I think that's where it starts. So I would say something probably in the, in that chapter, chapter two, um, where you start to dig, although, you know, shoot, I could go into the one around nourishment. I mean, there, I, I, you know, I really created this out of what has made the biggest difference. And frankly, I've had so many transformations in my life. It all comes from what, what kind of the best of the best of what changed my life. So I would say that one, um, I definitely stand behind all of them because they've all impacted me. But I think starting with that connection, you, you can't connecting to self. Um, I'm working with a client right now. I mean, this has literally changed her whole world. Her whole world, it's so beautiful, has shifted because now she is literally able to look at herself and feel loving kindness. And that was not there before. So anyhow, that's probably where I would start. <laughs> the, the practice is to simply look into the mirror and see what comes up is that is that how i'm understanding it yeah so i so the one of the first things that i suggest that you do is um it, so i'm looking to see make sure i get this correct this is so funny because i wrote this and i should know this inside out but yeah one of the things is um we're looking to understand you know first you look in the mirror and you just notice what you're seeing and how you feel looking in that in the mirror. So noticing, um, it, I call it a strength divining practice and the loving looks practice. Mm-hmm. And and so first noticing, you know, when you look into the mirror, um, are you look? Some people look and feel like they want to look away, right? It's weird to notice yourself. We don't usually spend time connecting with ourselves. It can feel awkward. So mm-hmm. I say the bathroom, shut the door, lock it. No one can mm-hmm. be there with you. But start noticing, you know, who are you? Who is that person? Who is that divine person on the other side? Who, you know, and, and so if it's really too hard to look and feel love, then I, then I break it down and give ideas to start with. Look at your, look at your eyes. You've had the same eyes since you were born. Those eyes have seen the world, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool when you think about it. I've had these eyes for 42 years. I've had this mouth that is inhaled and exhaled over millions of times. So, if it's harder to say I love who I am or I'm beautiful inside, outside, and I give all these different ideas of what you can say, I like the idea of starting first with, I call it strength divining practices, first looking for what you can feel authentically grateful, appreciative of, and starting to acknowledge that this, you know, Louise Hay, who's done a lot, I mean, she's the grandmother of, of personal development. She mm-hmm. has a lot of work on mirror work. And I mean, it's healed people inside and out, you know, throughout the last 40 years of since she introduced it. I'm just putting a different, you know, my, my flavor feel on it. Um, it's changed my life. It has changed my life to be able to look in the mirror and feel like, yep, I love that person and imperfectly and I love, I just do because I'm here. And so this is the place where most people, a lot of people can feel uncomfortable. And so I really walk you through, you know, starting with 15 seconds and then 30 and then 45. So it's number two. It's the second activity um, in chapter two. It's right before you get to um, the loving looks practice. Um, and then there's a whole list of declarations and then, you know, I want you to, to write the affirmation or the declaration that speaks to you. So I give ideas, but it always comes back to, to, you know, you, whoever's listening, reading this book, you got to make it your own. It's not what I say. It's what, what resonates for you. Um, I have a friend with, who struggled with her weight and with food for a long, long, long time. And this was very, very painful for her to do. It was very hard for her to look in the mirror and feel honestly feel connected and self-love and um, this is probably one of the most important things that has started to contribute to her healing and has shifted the way she 
lives her life and, and her relationship to food. Because what happens is we often, we go for something external when we don't love what's going on internally. So when we start to change what's happening internally and start to love and appreciate that, it, it just, the, those need, the need to go out, out, outside, elsewhere, food, you know, drugs, alcohol, shopping, gym, whatever it is, it starts to, it starts to fall away. It really does. It starts to lessen. And so she's actually having um, amazing shifts in her relationship to food and eating. And yeah, she's been, she's started to lose weight, which is great, but that's not even the focus. The focus is connecting to herself. And this has been the the thing that has really made a difference for her. So I just, you know, she's friends slash, I kind of coach her not as a as a official client, but she's a friend who I've known for a long time, and I know this has really helped her. That sounds like a really powerful exercise. Thank you. Sure. So for those people who um, they know, and I know there's people out there that they're going to buy the book and it's going to sit on their nightstand, <laughs> and you know there's all these powerful exercises to do, but they just can't get themselves to be motivated and they feel like they may need more um, interaction with you as a coach or um, maybe support of a community. Do you have any uh, recommendations or, you know, do you work with people individually? Yeah. So here's what I would say to that. Yeah. So I, a couple things and I actually created, first of all, we have, I have now a growing um, Facebook group. It's private, but feel free. You're listening. You're invited. Just send in Mm -hmm. your name and I'm happy to add you. I have a Facebook PhD in you is the name of it. And it's a, it's a group where I am intending to build community where we can support each other to, you know, to have our best life and to share what's working, what may not be working and, you know, what the, the miracles and changes and shifts and what you're noticing. So that, that's one way. Um, obviously free Facebook community, PhD in you. I also created an online course and it's called Get a PhD in You Mastery. And actually, if you go to getaphdinu.com slash mastery, it is an online course that totally complements my book. It's not the same, um, but it's an audio visual experience with six modules. I've got a ton of worksheets and I'm actually guiding and coaching throughout the whole thing. It's, it's really fun. I, I teach by nature, so it's, it's super fun to put together because I'm teaching and guiding and I think you'll feel like, you know, we're in the living room together doing this uh, mm-hmm. side by side. It's very, um, I hope there's kind of an intimacy feel and I have that online course is going to be launching in February. So that's another possibility if you want something a little more, um, not handholding, but, you know, where you can, if you like audio, visual, and you want another aspect of this, um, and then I do one-on-one coaching and, you know, still have have space for more clients. So if that's something, you know, if there's a listener who's interested to speak with me, very easy. You can just go to my website, which is my name. It's just julieriesler.com. And if you go to um, one-on-one with Julie, you can book a free session and see if, if it is for you. Um, and I would just say for the person, though, that has the book, You know, there is no wrong way to do it. Even if you open it up and decide, I'm just going to start with chapter one, I I promise you any step you take, any step you take forward to start the journey um, to to really get to know and honor you, it it is worth it. And it's wonderful. There's no like, you know, if it feels overwhelming to do all 12 chapters in the back, then don't start with one. See how you feel. Maybe do one chapter a month. There are 12 chapters. Mm -hmm. 
Make it your New Year's goal, one a month. Um, you know, it's that great quote by Lao Tse, which is one of my favorites. You know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So whatever that step is, it's all good. It, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. That's great. Lots of options for people to um, dig a little deeper into themselves and and find that self-love and, and even in a community aspect. And Absolutely. I think that, you know, we really are just looking to connect with people in this world. And, and that's a great way to do that. I'll have to look up your Facebook group. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> and, um, so I'll link all of the um, the Facebook group, the online course, your website in the show notes. But is there another way that anyone um, listening could connect with you or the, you know, the best way to, to reach out to you? I would just say um, it, always, you know, through my website, there's, um, there's a whole section contact me. That's, you know, and it's my name, Sarah, you'll, you'll spell it. If you've heard the store, <laughs> Julie, R-E-I, like the store, S-L-E-R. So julieriesler.com. I, I check my, I do try to add mindful pauses, but I do check email and, and I'm on my website all the time. So often, not all the time, but very often, um, feel free to connect with me. And I do always start, anyone who's interested thinks that they want to go deeper with one-on-one coaching, um, I always start with a free 30-minute discovery session so we can see if this, you know, is for you. Um, and then stay tuned because I, I'm looking to do more group coaching webinars and other programs. Um, I, I just... You know, you can probably hear it. This is something I'm a big believer that I got to be doing what I'm teaching. And so I I am truly in love with what I'm doing and any way that I can support anyone listening to have their design their best life. I mean, that is that is why I'm here um, and would love to hear from you. And I will be adding a section to the get a PhD in you dot com landing page where you can leave comments. But certainly the Facebook group is a great way. It's a great community. We have people already starting to share there. So, yeah, any of those are great ways to connect. That's great. Your passion and um, care definitely shows shows through. So thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I have one more question for you before we go. Uh, sure. What is your definition of mindfulness and how would you say that you use it in your life and your work? My definition of mindfulness, I'm going to try not to quote John Kabat-Zinn, who <laughs> got his whole definition in my head. To me, it's really pausing, stopping, and savoring the moment of whatever I am doing. It is being 100% present mind, body, spirit. So whatever, whoever I'm with, whether I'm eating, walking with my children, coaching, it is just getting present to my five senses. And I would say even the sixth sense of just intuition as well, mm-hmm. being fully there um, so that I can be, you know, digesting life and and getting the full nourishment from life, not just, you know, not just from something here and there, but everything. I'm a big you know, I love kind of like taking the meat out of the bone or the marrow out of the bone. Like I Mm -hmm. I really look at as savoring the moment. Um, And for me as a, as a doer and someone who's on the go a lot, that is something I've been working on and I work on every day. And so I'm, you know, meditating every morning is non-negotiable. That helps me and it's trained my brain. It's training my brain to be able to, I kind of like to stop, drop and roll to be able to (laughs) stop and just pause. Um, I'll just say this, it's given me patience I didn't know I had with my children. It's given me patience with my beautiful mom sometimes. It's just, it's effective. Um, So it is totally integral to how I do life. And I would say savoring, savoring the moment and digesting and being nourished by the moment. 
Yeah, that is beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, well, if there's anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we go, I'll definitely connect everyone on the show notes. And um, and I'm really excited to get through the rest of your book and hoping to read your next one. Thank you. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you. I feel you know what you're doing it's just very inspiring and i'm thrilled to be to be part of this community and um you know i, I think anytime you take action in the you know in the in the um that's supporting who you feel you are authentically takes courage and takes something and so i'm inspired by what you're doing and and uh it's awesome to just be connected in this way and i really hope that whoever's listening got something, even if, even if you chose not to get the book or do anything, and that's fine too, that something that was said will make a difference for you going forward. That would be my intention. Um, and I appreciate you creating the conduit to be able to do that today, Sarah. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you. Um, it was really lovely to have you on. Um, I'm really grateful that you took the time. I know you're busy. You're about to launch your book. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Julie. Thank you.